this like older chick was in a bathroom and like uh did the thing with her fingers. I don't even know. Like from remember Hunger oh, Games? The Hunger Games thing? Remember remember that movie Hunger Games that nobody nobody ever talks about now? That's that's exactly what's gonna happen to Game of Thrones, I guarantee you, in like twenty years. <laughs> well now twenty years is too long. I mean I mean like you could give it like three years, I I guarantee you no one's gonna give a shit about Game of Thrones anymore. I feel like nobody gives a shit about it now. There's true. Like, Right they, now, they kind of burned their goodwill that they had. There's like the people that are defending it, and there's the people that are condemning it. But I hear far more people condemning than are like people that are are trying to defend it have this sort of like um, self righteous like sense of like how dare you not like the way it ended, uh, and or like you're the one who's stupid for not understanding how brilliant it is. Like I hate when people take a stand like that. You know it had a good ending that nobody was mad about? Uh, Harry Bad. Potter. Well, oh. Breaking Bad, too. But I was just thinking about, like, when the, when the last Harry Potter book came out, everybody was like, okay, cool, and nobody was upset about it. Like, when was the last time that's happened? But, yeah, Breaking Bad, uh, the only thing is, I feel like Breaking Bad did, it ended good, but I feel like it could have ended great if if he had lived. I And I, I always say that, but I, I still think, I like... I don't think he's dead. If Walter White had lived at the end, I think it would have just been way darker and more... I don't know, the fact that he that he died... But then... Supposedly, the Vince Gilligan or whatever the guy that created the show said in early interviews, he's like, "Oh, I want it to be like um, Scarface, so it's like that ending." And he like told people like it's gonna end like Scarface, basically. And it's like, "Oh, okay." Well, and it did. I think it would have been cooler if he just like ended up retiring by himself on like. I still think a, a harsher punishment than death would have would be him, and he's got all the money in the world, but he can't talk to his family because he did it all for his family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it like all the, started the with him. Thing he did to get closer to his family and to protect them is the thing that drove him away. Yeah, and then because the, the he thought, because think about it, in the beginning of the show, he thinks I'm gonna die. I have to do something to uh, protect my family when I'm not here. But if he ends up living, and then he and he not only can he not even see his family, but they won't accept his money. Remember that? Like, yeah, that was like a plot point. Well, where like, the by kid... the end of it, it's like there's a certain point in which the wife finds out, and doesn't she kind of accept it after a little bit? Yeah, she starts like abetting. A I think right. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I, I I'd think... be down to rewatch it. Honestly, I don't I'm know, just scared I don't it will live up. up. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm saying because like that. That show, much like Lost and now The Walking Dead, is so of that era that true. I don't know that it makes sense anymore. Certain shows like uh, the X Files or Twin Peaks or whatever are so weird that they kind of feel timeless, you know. Well, kind of like you the watch Twilight the Zone. X Files, or I haven't seen a lot of Twin Peaks, but I've seen enough of it to know that it like it kind of has the same vibe of watching an old black and white movie where it still has relevance even though it's black and white and old. Well, yeah, like I said, uh, Twilight Zone's kind of kind of falls under that too. Not not the new one because we haven't really seen enough of that to make a judgment on that. But the the original one, I think, is still you could show it to most people today and they'd be and still find it entertaining, even I though it's like so like old. The Twilight Zone is like considered like lo-fi now, and right now what's popular is like lo-fi hip hop and lo-fi like garage rock kind of thing. So it's like it almost has like this prestige to it that like makes it more enjoyable because it's lo-fi. And also nobody talks like those people did back in the day, where they're like, "What was the the one way back in the day when mom and dad were on vacation? We watched with like Sean, and it was me, you, Sean, and and and." Jacob. Oh, that was um. It was a different show, but they still talk like that. Yeah, that was uh, Outer Limits. Yeah, uh, which I haven't seen it as much of. I forget what they were called, but it was it was something Zoids, and we were like, oh, it was the Megazoids. Megazoids, yeah. We were just like, what the? It was it was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Where I don't it was even know actually how to, creepy somehow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were all just like mesmerized for like a good thirty minutes because we came like it was almost over by the time we started watching it. We were just like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I was telling the aunt because I, I was house sitting for her for three weeks for the listeners and. Um, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get back to my, my crime shows and my horror books and all that. And uh, she was saying that, like, she was babysitting kids, so it was all, like, kids' movies and all that. And I was like, oh, yeah. And, and then um, 
I'm a little buzzed. I forgot what I was going to say, but what, what was I going to say? Well, so I saw this video where that lady, <laughs> Hold on, she did the uh, um, thing from that from the Hunger Games in, oh, a, in a bathroom, and it, like, echoed. And uh, she did the whistle thing when put her hands up and then, like, waited for someone to respond, and then someone just ripped a loud-ass fart. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then... I volunteers. And I just laughed at that, so... That's amazing. Were you in the bathroom when that No, happened? it was a video that I saw. Oh, I was thinking this is at work. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> um, that would be even better if that's... <laughs> I, okay. I got a lot of let work bathroom stories, you, to be let honest. Let me explain to you what I thought was happening. There was a cleaning lady going to the bathroom, and she was seeing if anyone was in there, so she went... <laughs> oh, no. And then you hear a fart, and it's like, all right, someone's in there. No, it was a video I saw of this woman, like, trying to get someone to whistle back to her, I guess. I don't know. who know, which, which makes someone, you wonder... Someone did whistle back to yeah. her, but in a... How old is that think video? Think about it. To a you? fart is just a butt whistle. That's it's true. it's the same exact motion. It's like a... I mean, there's your title for the episode. A what, butt whistle? I guess so. <laughs> uh, that's a that's an evocative term. You see that, and you're already... you like, well, it can only be one thing. I gotta listen. It's kind of like when a, one time... Uh, a, a guy we know on a road trip did a butt whistle and I was like, Oh God, it smells like ass. And then his GF was like, ass, what does that smell like? And I was like, I don't know. Take a whiff. Like <laughs> one of the <laughs> dumbest questions I've ever heard in my life. Like what does ass smell like? Like, well, gee, if you had to guess, what do you think it smells now, like? Farts come from the ass. What does an ass smell like? Well, Has I guess good ever fallen out of an ass, like good smelling. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know. Uh, eggs come out of chicken asses, right? I don't. I don't know about. I don't know about animals, the dude. <laughs> I'm not a farmer. What are you? What are you coming to me with these questions? <laughs> I'm just trying to meet some farmers. Dot com. Uh, Dad has a theory, and I think he's right. That far- oh, I'd love to hear it. The <laughs> farm. Well, yeah, because it's so rare that I that I think he's right. But <laughs> farmersonly.com is secretly like for racist white people who want to have a dating website, but Dad are like, that? yeah, That's but brilliant. but they're like, I want to go on a dating website. But what if I accidentally match up with a black person? And it's like, <laughs> so they're like, well, I'll go on Farmers Only, and that way it's only going to be other white people. Yeah, well, because, I mean, it doesn't... Because it has like a little country song at the end who's like, you don't have to be lonely at Farmers Only. Is that is that real? I don't know if that's how the tune goes, because I forgot, but that's if the... That, if that isn't, we should sell that to them. Uh, no, I don't... I mean, that's... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now, I'm, add to that, I'm a white male saying this. I feel like because of history, black people tend to not be farmers. Just saying, like, I, I, dad, there might be something to what he's saying there. You're yeah. You're not really going to well, find a lot of, uh, it's, well, cause think about it. Advertisements are always talking in codes to try oh, and, yeah. try and like sell you. They, like, they don't want to tell you like right out what their, you know, intentions are when they're trying to sell you something. Cause like, obviously. So it's like, you, you could see that being a, uh, Cause it's it's like I think their slogan was like city folk just don't get it and it's like what kind of what kind of folk hang out in cities, you racist folk. exactly, you racist sons of bitches. I also noticed that there's like this weird campaign now that like men are allowed to have soft skin like we weren't before. Like have you have you seen those like Old Spice commercials where he's like, baby, where's my my lotion at? And she's using it and he's like he's like man, I gotta have soft skin too. Like and it's like there's like more than one company doing that commercial and I'm like what what was going on before? Were we not allowed to have soft skin as men? Like I don't. I don't know. I mean, that's that thing, like the just the way, the way they market men and women's products, where it's like you could buy soap or shampoo that comes in like a white bottle with like a vaguely like refe- reflective like blue color on it or whatever, or you can buy like the men's version where it's like it's dark gray or like burgundy color, and you're like, all right, now I don't feel gay. Like, like women's like shampoo and conditioner, body wash stuff is always like tur- turquoise blue, 
really light pink, like a little bit of burgundy. But like men, it's always like this weird edgy color. It's like steel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or it's black steel, or whatever. Magnum. You know what though? I will admit or, that... Well, the more expensive stuff is straight black. And yeah. it'll have like white lettering. And it'll be like, just for men. What I what always... The shit I always fall for, if it looks like an old-timey barbershop font on it or something, I'm like, all right, I'll buy that. I don't know. I don't you know, know why, because it's like, I don't know. It feels comfy. There is something, yeah. There's like that weird kind of like old sense of masculinity masculinity that I that appeals to me, I guess, in that way, where you're like, if I buy this, then I'll be like a boxer on a 1920s naval ship. Like, I liked your bathroom setup at the apartment you had, where it was like really old-school barbershop pictures and stuff. Where it was all, uh, I had like mostly movie posters and shit up there. But like, it was stuff that, that you would find at like a barbershop. Twilight Zone thing, speaking of, we were just talking about that. I always enjoy my barbershop because I go in there and uh, the Godfather 1 and 2 was always playing. Like they just play a marathon nonstop. And then like above my barber's chair is a Outlaw Josie Wales like poster. And I'm like, I can get down with this. I got like, I don't know why, but I got mad at somebody the other day at work when I, because I, this wasn't the other day. This was like last year, actually. <laughs> I mean, that's te- technically the other day. That's true. It's a, it's another day. I was reading uh, The Godfather, like the novel on my phone, and somebody was like, oh, what are you reading? I was like, I oh. I thought that was a movie. The Godfather. No, he, that I would have respected. <laughs> and and, uh, and she's like, oh, is it good? And I was like, yeah, actually, it's like, it's weird, though, because it, it kind of like, it's it's the first movie and the second movie. Like, you know, in the second movie, and I was like, and and I could just tell she didn't wasn't following. I was like, I was like, you know, in the second movie, wait, have you... Have you seen Have you seen the second one? She's like, I haven't seen any, any of them. And I was like, Oh, uh, oh! It's like you want to be like, you know, The Godfather is the greatest movie ever made, right? Like, yeah. you should probably watch that at some point. I, I heard a podcast recently where they were talking about that, and they're like, I hate when someone says The Godfather is their favorite movie all, of all time, and I'm like, Out of all of the movies that are great, I feel like that's a respectable one because a lot of people I will are say, like, Forrest Gump's my favorite movie. It's not or like my Shawshank favorite movie, though. You know what I mean? Like, I do. A, I do think it is like maybe one of the greatest like cinematic achievements ever. But I, I feel like a favorite movie should be more personal than that. You know what I how mean? How rare is it though that like a movie about an Italian family in the seventies? Well, Sicilians, but they're Italian. Sicily's no. in Italy, isn't it? No, is it another country? Yeah. Okay. Just, just okay. Educate me then. And he just dabbed for the listeners. Oh yeah, in 2019 yeah. they can't hear that. I guess no, they can't hear a dab, but I'm sure they could feel it. It's a it's a post dab. It's an ironic, like post punk. Okay, so I don't know geography, or whatever. What is is Sicily another country? I thought it was in Italy. No. Are you looking it up to make sure that you're you're right? It's I think to, for the listeners, I believe he's looking it up to see if he's actually right. Let me. I'm gonna look it up too. As an autonomous region of Italy, Sicily is not a country by definition. A country refers to a politically defined area that has complete sovereignty in running its government. Sneak. The island Past became a part of, of Italy on March 17th. Uh, you... See, so prior to 1861, it, it was not, though. Oh, so I was right. Sicily class is one of the five Italian autonomous regions in southern Italy, along with surrounding minor islands, officially referred to as Re- Regione Siciliana. It's an autonomous region in southern Italy, along with surrounding minor islands, officially referred to as what you just said. So, I was right. As an autonomous region of Italy, Sicily is not a country. By definition... Oh, I already read that. It's like a city, I imagine. It would be like... If we Hmm. didn't have states, it would be a state. Maybe it's like uh, Puerto Rico, how it's like, that's technically our... Not ours, but I mean, it's technically... They're they're uh, part of U.S. So gang. if you're from Sicily, you'd just be Sicilian, not technically Italian. Yeah. So, but they're like the same kind of culture, right? Like it's similar. I think they hate each other. Really? I don't know. 
I, I always find it very fascinating when you hear about like a, a a racial like ethnicity background and like they're like they hate other people that are very close to them. But as an American, it's like you're this. I, I'm willing to admit that I was an ignorant American. I assumed that Italy was just a country and that was a, a city inside the country, much like Rome. Is that is I only that know is Rome I only know what I know, which apparently is not enough uh, because of the book The Sicilian, which is also by the guy that wrote The Godfather, which is like a like a quasi sequel to it. Like it's about a completely different guy, but like you, you learn what Michael right. was up to while he was living there. So, what were we talking about? Rome is the capital city of uh, of Italy. So, there's difference between a region of Italy and a city, apparently. And again, I'm sure someone out there who's like a a poli sci or like a business person who knows geography and all that, you guys are dumb. Well, it said it's an a- autonomous region, so it's like what is autonomous? They mean? basically run themselves, but they're but they're. So it would be more of like a, a Puerto Rico. I think it, yeah, I think it is like it's kind of like well, look at Puerto Rico. Maybe they describe it the same way. I feel like Drew would have these answers. He's a little more uh, uh, geographically minded than we are, I guess. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. All right, guys. Puerto Rico, officially the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, Estados Libre, an uh, unincorporated territory. De Puerto Rico is a free associated state of uh, America. Okay, well, whoever did this Wikipedia thing is not just giving me the information that I need. This one says it's an unincorporated territory. It's uh, a, I know it's a protected territory, but I didn't know, you know. Under United States law, an unincorporated territory is an area controlled by the United States government that is not incorporated by the purposes of United States constitutional law. In unincorporated territories, the U.S. Constitution applies only partially. In the absence of an organic law, a territory is classified as unorganized. Why didn't we learn any of this? Because uh, we were praying and, and learning about Scripture. And well, I mean, when we went to school for fucking 12 years. You'd think that would have come up at some point. I just feel like... You know what's funny? Every time we took a history class, I would always get excited because I would go to the back of the book and it was like 1980s American history and we never got It'd always be like 1970s, Vietnam, and you're like, interesting, Watergate, like, some cool shit happened. Stuff I want to hear about, stuff that's relevant. You never go past World War II, though. No, well, you get past, like, World War II and then you get into, like, the, like, post-Depression era and that's when it stops. World War II, Roe v. Wade, uh, Civil Rights, Martin Luther King, the end. Yeah. Well... Even that shit's kind of interesting to me, though. I always yeah, I mean, the 60s are interesting, too, but it's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I remember that we had a textbook one time in a community college history class that I took where the most recent chapter went all the way up to 9-11. Damn. And I was like, that would be very interesting to hear, because at that point, it would have been, what, like 2010, think, I think, so... Not maybe like, Joel would know, but do you think that like the 9-11 era of those books even covers like weird conspiracy theories about 9-11? Because... I mean, history books don't really talk about, like... JFK conspiracy theories, so probably That's what not. I was about to bring up. I was like, when you hear about JFK, you really just hear about the assassination and that, like, it was Lee Harvey Oswald, but you don't know... We should watch, um... What's the movie? It's just called JFK. Uh, Oliver Stone did. We should, yeah. we should watch that. I've never Who played seen it. Who played him, wasn't it? Um, I think... I don't know, but I think, um... James Woods is in it, right? Is it James Conn? Disgraced actor James Woods. Is he disgraced? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sucks, because, uh... I like a lot of his movies. I, like I looked up JFK, and I clicked on the first thing, and of course it's just about him. I, didn't, I wanted the movie. Let me see here. What were we talking about before this, though? I really don't know. Something about um, Godfather and... I don't know. Whatever. It's a good oh, movie. Oh, you were reading the book, and some girl didn't had never heard of it. Yeah. So I just finished speaking it's of Kevin books. Costner. 
the um, My Favorite Murder book that they wrote together. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this earlier. I've been, been it was good. It was like a interesting um, <coughs> there we go. collection of essays. You kind of like learn more about their lives. They're both good writers, and it's like funny. It was just It was good to read. I read through it in like two days, though. How long is it? Not very. <laughs> really? Yeah. Turn that up. Okay. Um, what were you telling me before, though? It was interesting, and I stopped you and told you to save it. You were like, oh, about the 80s? Uh, you were saying everybody in the 80s just thought they were rich randomly? Well, she talks about that in the book where it was like, there's like a whole part where she's like, for some reason, like overnight in the 1980s, everybody decided like, oh, let's all pretend to be rich. And that's where like where preppy like clothes came from, basically. And like she was saying, like all, all of a sudden, every one of her friends, their parents all got divorced all like on like overnight, like on the same day for some reason, like jokingly. But I mean, like it felt like within the same year kind of a thing, right? It just I think it for whatever reason in the 80s, people were like, wait a minute, we could just divorce. What's up? Hey, we start. We're like 20 minutes. Here in. comes a new challenger. Are we like? Oh, we're 16 minutes in. All right. Jacob's here for the podcast, everybody. No, sir. I'm back on a, a normal human being schedule of working 40 hours a week. I'm sure we brought it up before in the last two or three podcasts, but I've been working 60 hours a week, like six, 10 hour days a week. One day off, fucking bummer town. Like, you can't do it. It wouldn't even be that bad, but it's the fact that you have to be at work at five. Yeah, which for me means I got to be up at four in the morning or else I'm not going to be awake enough to drive the five minutes to which get to Which for you is still not early enough because I remember when you used to get up at, for work at 6.30, you'd be up at like five. Yeah. And it's like you need to be able to get up, make breakfast, and hang out for a little bit. That just, yeah, I just like to, I don't know. I'm the same way though. Like I've been, for like my work, I, I got to be there at eight. I get up at 6.30 and I'll watch an episode of King of the Hill and then get in the shower at seven. When I worked at a McDonald's, I was the same way. I'd like get up and just kind of hang out for a while and be like, okay, I'm off to work. You know what I mean? Like. Isn't it crazy when you, you have, like, this schedule where you're like, okay, well, right now it's, like, for me, I'd be like, it's 7.10. If I get in the shower, I'll have an extra five minutes. I can just chill after that. And then you're like, be lay out the clothes the night before. It only takes you two minutes to get everything on and deodorant and, lo- you know what I mean? I also, I need, like, enough time to where I can get to work and park and sit in my car for, like, ten minutes and chill. Because I'm the same way. I can't just walk into work. Like, at my work, they're like, you always get here right at eight. Are you running late? And I'm like, no, I just chill in my car for like five minutes i'd rather just keep listening to the podcast i don't need to be clocked in you know what i mean yeah i just need to like mentally prepare for work you know what i mean but i have like co-workers at this job and old jobs that like to show up like 20 minutes before work and hang out around the clock in same area. and at, at jc penny people will show up early and then just sit in the break room and it's like why <laughs> nobody here is that those cool. are the career people i think probably they're like i gotta make this fun for everybody um Oh, before I forget, I told you I like about you this. Thinking. What? Huh? Huh? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. Zoinks, man. I told Rob about this the other day. I went to um, was it McDonald's for work, and my boss was like, "Hey, go get me a chocolate shake. I'm craving one. I just got back from my lunch." Where I was like, "Sure." And then my other friend was like, "Do you mind getting me one of those mango orange smoothies that we used to get all the time, which are actually really good?" They have chocolate shakes at McDonald's too, don't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. But he wanted one. To go with, like, one person wanted one thing, yeah, one wanted yeah. the other one. Those are great. And he's like, you know what, turn it into a meal. Get me, like, a a Big Mac and then get me a chocolate shake for the drink and all that. And uh, I was like, cool. And then I go to order it, and I was like, all right, let me get a whatever number, number five or whatever it is. And then instead of a drink, can I get a chocolate shake? And she's like, okay, cool. And then I was like, also, can I get uh, in a can I get a, a mango pineapple smoothie or whatever it's called? And then she's like, you want that or you want the chocolate shake? And I was like, she's like, no. you can't have both, sir. <laughs> she's like, no, 
You can't have either <laughs> one. She but like, tried to make she goes like a piece of shit. So did you want the chocolate shake or the mango smoothie? And I was like, no, no. In in addition to, uh. And she goes, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with you? And I was like, what? And she goes, you, you said, what's wrong with me? And I was like, no, I said, in, in addition to, and, and also, I'd like that. And then also the shit. And she's like, this lady went off on me because she just. The funniest part about that is I get the feeling she didn't believe you. She's no, like, I know, what I heard what you or said. Are McDonald's workers sober ever? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I work with some McDonald's workers who got fucked up at, like, I mean, on yeah. all kinds of drugs. I imagine. It's a great question. I never thought about yeah. that. But Robert brings up a good point. Even when you explain yourself in a situation like that, you're like, no, no, I said the words in addition to, which means and also. I'd like to add this along with that thing. And she was like, she did, mm-hmm. And I was like, so you basically just said, I'm going to let it slide, but I don't believe you. Yeah, like you basically just said bullshit. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Do you have any crazy stories from McDonald's? Um, I know you said people were selling drugs in the drive-thru. Hold on, he's fixing something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. He's fixing himself. I think uh, like he was he's mixing a drink. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> it's something, something's going on. Yeah, he's that, that uh it looks like I think he's got a brain freeze. <laughs> Hold on, he's taking a he's taking a sip. He's big lining old, up for the putt. Big old sip. Just take a second to think. Just, re, just regather. <laughs> <laughs> he looks gone, dude. You have to lap that. Robert has left the building. <laughs> the lights are on when Owen's home, dude. Um, this is definitely a non-parental episode. Didn't you tell me people were like oh, selling yeah. it through the drive-thru? This one guy. Like if you order a specific thing. Yeah, if you say if you came through the drive thru and said you wanted four hundred and twenty McNuggets, that's would, not very conspicuous at all. <laughs> yeah, that's or not inconspicuous. Very uh, that's conspicuous. Well, I think everybody like knew that worked there. They were like, whatever. Um, hey, you got. I mean, McDonald's is not going to pay the bills. I under, I completely understand people that are doing a little extra side business. Dude, when I think about how little money I used to make at McDonald's, it's fucking crazy. Don't they make like better now though? I'm sure they do, but in back then, was it two thousand like ten through twelve? I was working there. Making like zero dollars. I think I was making nine dollars an hour. Wow. Yeah, and that's like not even that's what ten years ago, and now now we're up to fifteen. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like eleven is something like the minimum wage now. I think so. Like yeah. Eleven fifty or some shit. I don't think it's still ten, is it? I no, I'm pretty sure because they're supposed to be it's raising it steadily up to right fifteen. Now. But uh. Yeah, I think about like my first gig <clears throat> at Amazon was like eleven, and I remember. Yeah, no, at eleven. Kohl's. I think it was eleven dollars I was making at Amazon too, and it felt like so much money. Yeah, it it was circa two thousand eleven was my first job ever with me and Matt uh, worked at Kohl's like the warehouse, and I think I think it was. Ten seventy five or eleven, whatever it was, it was like a dollar or more above. Back then, it was eight dollars for minimum wage, so that seemed like it was like an insane amount of money. The idea back then that you were making a hundred dollars a day for ten hours or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, even, it's back before we really had to worry about bills or anything. Yeah, so you're just you're like, just like holy shit, buy some that's a lot of shit. money. Yeah, well, because think about it. Back then, what are you going to buy? that's expensive a gaming system. So on your paycheck of like eight hundred dollars <throat> after taxes or whatever, you spend two fifty on like a system. It's not not, not really bad. An Oscar statue when I was making like crazy fucking money at Amazon. 
And I remember the most. I, this is pathetic, but the most I've ever had in my account was like five grand after like a um, like a Christmas uh work schedule or whatever. And I was just like, that's so much money. And then now that I'm older, I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> Dude, one time at one point in my life, I had twenty three thousand dollars in my account because of that. What I got from that car accident check and like. I'll never know what that feels like again, dude. That was <laughs> that. Well, so? I'll just get another accident, and you might. That was fucking crazy. Just, Accidents happen. I remember that's when we went to that's when we went to Vegas. Like me and Drew and Sean and Jimmy. Uh, it was a couple months after that. And I remember I spent like over a thousand dollars just on bullshit, like just gambling and like strip club low key. And like <laughs> we we found like a like an old toy store and shit, and, like a comic store. And I just blew all like a thousand fucking dollars on that trip. Did you make any from gambling? Yeah, we did, dude. We we fucking cleaned up. Like we were That's saying, like you, if you when you go to Vegas, if you go to um old Vegas, like downtown, like off the That's strip, like the cheapest. Crafts. It's yeah, it's cheaper. Like the hotels are the hotels are still decent. Like they're they're not like I still have never been there. Like that side of Vegas, I've only been in like the Treasure Island. Like uh, well, we had gone MGM. there a couple times when we were kids, and it but it was kind of like oh, this is literally old Vegas. Like there's nothing but old people here, and like of course our parents because our parents were prematurely old. You and, think so? Uh, I mainly stayed in Circus Circus when I went with like my dad and my Cir- Circus Circus, Circus, is, Circus is like middle, like you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like it's I just not. Remember the weird little amusement park thing? Yeah, they had, me and like Willie spent two fucking summers back to back there. No, I don't know why I said it like yeah, it was a bad we thing. We had there. a great time. Did you ever do the um, the ride where it was like the it's like the Back to the Future ride where it's like you're in a or like the the Star Wars one or the Simpsons one? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, where it's like a it which was one, which one was it? It was like a clown or something. You know what I'm talking about, Willie? It was the Simpsons one there. Yeah, it was kind of like the it was the style that where you're like it's like or a movie one and it's like the kinda? seats are like moving over like I around. Probably did, but I just don't remember. There was this one where it was something about like a clown and he had like a like a clock or something. I don't know. It was a weird. It, it was like a familiar. weird claymation thing, and we rode that shit like thirty times. I swear to God, we would get on it and then get right like we go it's off and get right back on it. Literally nothing else to do. Yeah, because we didn't we didn't really do the roller coaster. Did they have any fighting games in there? I don't remember. They had a sh- remember they had a uh, shitload of arcade uh, cabinets that were just like scattered around the park. That was a cool like yeah. design. It was the New York, New York. I think had the best arcade. Dude, New York, New York is still my I don't favorite. Think I've ever, wait, I don't know if I've been there. There's remember. a there's a section in New York. It's kind of like Disneyland. Like they they put a lot of money on like building this little like New York street inside of New York, New York. That's all. It's like oh all you the know restaurants I have Yeah, yeah. I remember it blew my mind that there was a guy. There was a band in there, and they were covering Sex on Fire. That Did was I, back when that oh song yeah. was huge. I went on that... He's like a uh, piano. He's like, Sex is on fire. <laughs> I, I went on that uh, roller coaster when we went, all four of us, just because I was like, if I don't do... Like, if I don't, it was one of those things where like, if I don't do this now, I'm never going to do this. Like, every once in a while, I have a moment like that. Like, when I went to St. Louis Arch I don't think... Aunt it wasn't Dot. me and you. It was with the boys? No, it was with... it was Yeah, it was with me and Jimmy and uh, Sean and Drew. Sean didn't go on it, though. But uh, not, a, not a coaster boy. I gotta say that is the scariest fucking ride I've ever been on in my life, dude. Because you're like, if you're like me and you have like this weird fear of like tall buildings, it's a roller coaster that wraps around a tall building. So just just that in and of itself is like scary to it's me. Combining two things that you normally wouldn't do. Yeah, and the drops are fucking huge, which is like I'm never. <laughs> there's some drops where it's like okay, the one on uh, what's the the one at uh, um, California Adventure. The, the roller coaster there that yeah, does the, the loop, loop to me is like the perfect roller coaster because the drop is like just like scary enough to where I'm like oh shit every time like every time it catches me off guard but I'm like okay it wasn't that bad you know what I mean you know what <laughs> you're giving me a look right now that says you don't know what I mean me yeah I had a thought I was uh, thinking I had a thought in my time I haven't been on that ride but I was just thinking about like oh. I'm always weary of roller coasters that aren't in theme parks. Like that's true. I feel like they're it feels less, like an elevator to me. Like yeah. if you're not, 
in a hotel or in like a New York, LA area, like I feel like your elevators aren't getting maintenance enough. They're less stable. You know what I'm saying? That's for sure. Yeah, like bring so it's interesting. I never had had that thing. To well, like worry think about, about it. <laughs> now I do. Like Thanks. carnivals, like when they, the ones that they drop shop, set it up, open up shop, and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those people, uh, <laughs> like they set up the roller coaster every time. So, like, they have to take it apart, set it up, take it apart, set up every city they go to. So, what are the chances that they're giving their A effort every single day that they're setting that up, right? Well, I just heard on last podcast on the left. So, to me, that's below, like, the New York, New York coaster where, like, that's below Knott's Berry Farm. That's below Six Flags. And then that's below Disney. Because I feel like Disney is probably always on top of that because Disney does not want negative press about their theme parks. If if anybody was going to do it right, it'd be Disney. But they did have – there was a time where the fucking – the Big Thunder uh, roller coaster like hopped the track, and it to me it's like that's so scary to me. I think about that, and it's like how you know like why? how you know, okay. Let me just say <laughs> you know what, what scares what, what specifically scares me about that is like what's what's the moment where your brain registers like oh fuck like <laughs> we're is, off the ride. This is real. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because like because you're like woo like having a great time. You're like oh here comes this part where you're like going off like where the water and shit is, and I just think like okay then imagine it fucking comes off the rail and you're like. We what? Like, <laughs> yeah, I like, get, what? I get what you're saying. It's like, how far into the? It's the whoa. How far <laughs> into the launch is it that you realize that that's not normal? <laughs> and, and to me, that's terrifying, dude. It's like it's you know so scary think to think about? about that. What's scary about that is how much money you spent that day already, <laughs> and then that happens. So, like, you're in the happiest place on earth. You expect everything to go right. Now, hey, let me add another. If you live through that, dude, you're making hella bank. Like, oh which yeah, not they're the making. Don't talk about this money, which hella is bank, a lot dude. of money. I don't know where that came from, but you're making a lot of money. A hella bank, dude. Who talks like that? Hella if bank. I can bring that into the modern times, because that was like the late '90s when that thing happened, I believe. Uh, you're making Harvey Weinstein shut up money if that happens, because Disney also doesn't is want. Is that an appropriate reference? I think it is, because uh, we should talk about that more. Because we shouldn't let people get that, get away with it. I don't, I don't know if that's. I don't know if I sign off on that. Okay. <laughs> I just I don't know if I. If you I don't give that need to sign off on an idea. No, but maybe it's a bad one. But I don't know if I do. If I had to, if I if I did have to do that, I don't know that I do. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> they hadn't done what I told them not to do. That's a great line. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of great lines in that movie. Um, like my favorite my favorite line in in most movies, if not all. I'm trying to think like what's better than that, but like. Whereas, like, if you, if you shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Like, that's fucking great, dude. I like that you leaned out of the mic to say that so they didn't pick it up. <laughs> like, only cool people. <laughs> if you shoot me in a dream, it's like, okay, well, they didn't. <laughs> All right, well. If you shoot me in a dream, you, you know, gotta No, so you up. gotta leave it as a mystery now. Okay. If you shoot me in a dream, you gotta wake up and apologize. Um, but, like, line. another, like, think about this. Imagine you don't like roller coasters, your dad. I don't. And, um... We're like, Rob, come on. We're going to go on the Big Thunder Railroad. It, dude, it's not scary. There's no loops. There's nothing. There's no drops. And then you're like, no, I'm going to wait over here. And then think about the person who has to wait outside of the ride for an hour for their family to get on that ride, and then that happens. Do you think that they're like, I fucking told you, or do you think well, they're like... <laughs> if, okay, I'm not going to lie. If that was me, I'd be like, oh, fuck. Now i got to deal with this for the rest of the day? Oh, yeah, because like, you're I, the one who's fine. I'd be like, I wanted to go... Can I go to the Haunted Mansion? I mean, like, <laughs> I, I can't... It's like, I can't do anything. I'm not the one saving you right now. If I can bring that into our life, that's kind of like... If, you, if that if you if that happens to you and you survive and you come out unscathed, that's a great story for the rest of your day. It's like and you're getting money out of it and all that. But like it's kind of like when you got you into a car accident access. that one night and then you called me. And it's two in the morning. I have to go and deal with it for the rest oh, of the night. Oh yeah, that's true. It happened yeah. to Rob, so it's interesting yeah. to him. He's like, it was crazy. I got hit and I started spinning and all this shit like that. 
the first time you ripped your steering wheel out of the fucking column. That's insane. Which is, do you realize what <laughs> kind of <laughs> the Incredible Hulk? Dude, that's I, like forced, I literally dude. tore it. Like I don't know. I don't even know how to fucking explain that. I but. saw a picture of it, dude. What he did isn't is not human. It was like bent inward. <laughs> it's it literally, not, it's not possible. You are not did. human, dude. <laughs> you have re- some sort of a strength. I was I don't really know what, stressed out, dude. Maybe. You have some sort of a strength. I don't know what people <laughs> would call it, but it's not a, a normal functioning it's a, brain. It's a highly regarded strength. He dude. was using 100% of his brain at that time. <laughs> you were like Lucy. I dude. was like Lucy. Damn it. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucks, dude. I've never seen it. I think I've talked about it before. Did you see his new movie where he's basically just ripping off um, John Wick and... Yeah, they play the, the trailer before John Wick, but yeah, I'm, 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 down, I'm down to see oh, that. It kind of looks cool. It Anna was whatever the chick's name is the name of the movie. It's like Anna, right? Is yeah. That, I think so. That's, a, that's such an unimaginative title, dude. It looks like is she that like a model or something. She has to be a model. Atomic right? Blonde. Well, the point of the movie is that they're all. Uh, it, is, did he also do La Femme Nikita? Or is that a different director? Yeah, it's um, what's so, his name? Uh, the guy he did the uh, uh Luke Luke Besson. He yeah. did uh, he did uh, he did the professional. Yeah, Leon did, the professional. He did that uh, movie that was terrible last year about the uh, Valerian. Valerian Steel, the uh, city with a thousand planets in it, or something. But also the Fifth Element, which everybody fucking loves. But Drew even loved that. I've That's never seen that. I, do, I honestly don't think it's that good of a movie. I don't know, man. I don't. Do well, we talked about this in the podcast last time, huh? Maybe. That's well, yeah, weird. He was here for that. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember oh, yeah, we, we just here. talked about this movie. <laughs> Whoops. Maybe we should watch it and then we'll decide that how much That's I hate true. it on a rank of. I hate it. You know what the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen still is? World of Warcraft. Oh my god! I forgot <laughs> about that. That's I def- saw, okay. I remember you guys were going to see like you're gonna miss out or something like that. Like <laughs> or you guys are giving me shit. I think for, you like, were at the, the the same no. th- time we were at the no, theater. No, that I thought, was a different right? movie. No, no, you okay? So we there, we also saw Independence Day. Those movies, which also out. was really, really oh, bad. Was that the movie? Wait, what? you okay. went and saw the movie, the movie something club where it was like oh, a breakfast yeah. with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I think it was yeah, a Woody Woody Allen movie. Cafe. The Society? Cafe Society, yeah. Yeah, it was like a you, you, Okay, so we went I and saw... I want to see that, though, basically. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. I like cringe shit sometimes. All right, yeah, Same. <laughs> if well, if okay. only you knew how bad it was. Dude. Last night... It's just like... Okay, go ahead. Last night, it was just me and Jacob, which I had a great time, by the way, even though it was just me and you. We were oh, fucking yeah. losing it at some stories we were telling, but also uh, oh, we yeah. put on some YouTube videos that were fucking gold. <laughs> I know. There's a YouTube video where it's like world's worst... Uh, funeral speech or whatever. Oh my god, we gotta and rewatch that. We, I, is this, it like real? Yes. Oh god, so, I don't know if I can handle that. I'm not gonna lie. It, no. What? It's There's the, some some cringe things <laughs> I just, are just too much. What was the one? There was some cringe thing I was telling. I was like, I couldn't watch. I saw it and I was like, that's interesting, but I can't watch that. It's it's too much. That's where I draw the um, line. What was that? Do you remember? You were. It was like people. It was some sort of a, like a public failure or something like that. Fuck, what was it? It was like um, you're like I draw failure. the line there. It was like two. It was like two. Cr- oh, citizens arrest! It was a citizens <laughs> arrest compilation where oh, I, I was literally just like, I, "That's too cringe, dude. I can't handle like I can't handle someone being like I'm putting you under citizens arrest." Like, <laughs> is there anything lamer than someone being like, "No, you're not going anywhere"? And that's like, what <laughs> that's what I mean, dude. It's just it's too cringe. It's the most cringe thing I could think of. That's almost worse than someone kidnapping you. Like you said, like I'm just gonna kill myself. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Did I talk about that on the podcast where I was like, I was talking to Sean uh, Corrigan, who's been on the podcast before. No, uh, you told that a couple, but go ahead and we're, talk again. Please. We were in the baseball team. We were like in the dugout, and I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. If I ever got kidnapped, I feel like i just kill myself. Like, be like, It's like, fuck you. You can't kill me. I'll kill me. <laughs> and he's like, dude, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> and I was going to be like, oh. like I, I had to really think about it. I was like, maybe he's right. I, I brought know. that <laughs> up again to him, and he was like, 
Yeah, I, I think about that sometimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> the dumb, like, dude, the worst part is I was completely wasn't. serious. I was, re- <laughs> I, I wasn't even joking. I was really thinking like, because I, I was really thinking about that. Like, because it's, I know I said this before, but it's really cringe to just kidnap somebody because you just. <laughs> okay, but like, how are you going to kill yourself when you're tied up and you're you like. You bite your own tongue and you bleed to death. You're, you'd really do that? That would hurt really bad. <laughs> well, then I realized no, I'm six foot six and 300 pounds. No one's ever going to kidnap me. That's true. <laughs> I don't know why that was a real thing I was worried about at like 15. I love like boomer parents. So we watched that documentary. It was like taken in plain sight or whatever. And it's like that whole generation, it kind of makes sense with like their kid got kidnapped because moms and dads like of boomer generations are just like, nobody kidnapped you. They just drop you back off an hour later. Oh my God. Okay. As a fan of true crime, and I'm sure Faith will agree the the thing that fucking kills me inside, and it's in every every single true crime documentary. Some idiot always says, "Well, we we never locked our doors around here," and then it's like, "You never locked your door." Like no one in the seventies ever locked their house door for some reason, and they're proud of it too. They're like, "I can't believe you jackasses locker." It's like, "Oh yeah, okay. Well, how many fucking serial killers were just killing people?" They act like a crime was a new concept in the seventies. Yeah, what I was trying to say. they Sorry. act like no one had ever been murdered before. No one had ever been raped in in the history of ever. And I think in the seventies, the, the it was timeline. still that that sort of like moral shame where you're just like, "Oh, we don't talk about that." It's like, well, "What yeah. about that guy that got murdered?" Oh, we don't. No. Well, that's why <laughs> I was I was talking with mom about like like therapists and all that, and it's like that generate because therapy didn't really become a thing until like the eighties, where it's like people like people go and see a therapist. Even in like, I remember in uh, Roseanne, which I think it was like a it was like a mid nineties episode where Jackie like starts talking about like, "Oh, I'm going to therapy," and Roseanne's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe like yeah, it's just it's 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 crazy like how the public opinion on that has flipped." Well, it's like that generation, it's like going to a therapist is a shameful act. It, it Basically, it's you admitting that you're a psychopath. Like, that's how they look at it. So it's not like me going to therapy and sort some shit out and, like, think better and not overreact in the situation. To them, it's going, like, you go to, like, the Christmas dinner or whatever, and they're like, well, so-and-so is seeing a therapist. And it's like, I guess, and then everyone's like, they go, woo-woo. Like, they do, like, the weird, like, Looney Tunes, like, ear wee, thing. Woo, wee, woo. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it is not that big of a deal. So, like, that generation also away. is the same people that didn't lock their doors, and they're also the same people that, like, just Where let priests me? touch their children, and then they're like, well, we don't talk about that. Didn't the church go too far? He's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, your, your Catholic church jokes, didn't you go a little too far? He's like, didn't the Catholic church go a little too far? <laughs> well, the best part about that is, is like, she, tr- like, really thought she, like, got him in she a She thought corner. she sprung it on him, dude. And, and then he looked at her, and he was like, really? He's like, don't... D- it's funny, like he keeps taking it further, and then at one point he's just like, he's like, I know, I'm sorry, you guys are the morning news. You're supposed to talk about cats stuck in trees and shit. Like I, I can't be talking about this on here, but well, he goes, he's like, I think we made one joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, but like that's the same people. Like we never locked our doors, and we talked, we did a whole episode about this. But like I got to bring up the fact that I re-explained this to a friend, like because they hadn't seen it yet, and I was like. They legit were taking this little girl on family vacations without her family. It was the, yeah. the husband and wife, and like that's not even okay. That's not as at, at all the weirdest as it gets. But like that that to me blows my mind too. Because like okay, so you're a family. It's the seventies. You're Mormon, whatever. There's a lot of red flags, but we're gonna ignore those just for right now. We're gonna go and talk about me and my wife are gonna go skiing or uh, jet skiing, same thing, and we're gonna take your daughter. And they're like our daughter, our twelve year old daughter at the time. Yeah, go for it. Just take her for a, a four-day uh, weekend vacation. That doesn't raise any red flags to you as a parent. None at all. You know what I mean? And then he convinces them later. He's like, well, my therapist says that I need to spend more time with your daughter to sort some things out. So I'm going to start oh, sleeping yeah. in her bed 
three nights a week for six <laughs> months. That doesn't raise any red flags to you. She was also complaining that she was sore down there in the morning and that she would wake up and her panties were down. Well, you know, she rolls over a lot in her sleep. Oh, okay. I I got nothing. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, those uh those may have been the worst parents I've ever fucking seen in one I of these documentaries. I think it was you or someone told me that... No, another person at work told me that guy died right before the documentary came out. The old yeah, guy that yeah. got jerked off or whatever. That's or he jerked him off. So he never even got to live as a meme. Which which kind of pisses me off because he should have lived to know that he was a shit parent. Because you know what? I guarantee you when they were making that documentary, none of those people really thought they were shitty people. That documentary should just be called Speech 100, dude. <laughs> because that guy, <laughs> the, the fact that that guy... <laughs> I just got what you meant. Holy shit. <laughs> that, that guy really did have Speech 100. Sneak 100, dude. <laughs> dude sneak, he just sneak. convinced people to do outlandish Bar- shit, Barter dude. 100 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, think about it, though. Again, we've talked about this, but I got to say it again. He rolls up to the guy's business, a, a straight, supposedly straight white male Mormon in the 70s, and is like, let's go for a ride. I still kind of wonder. I'm like, maybe that dude was just gay. You know what I mean? I like, think so, because he was very effeminate the way he was sitting. I mean, which is fine. I mean, that's not a judgment call. Of well, we said it case. before. We, we do what you want. It makes you happy. But, like, the fact... Is there... I've said it before. I was like, is I just there can't, anything okay. gayer than someone who's like, I'm not gay, but then they do gay stuff? Like, that's super gay. Well, uh, wasn't there that one politician who was just like, we got to ban the gay stuff, and then he got caught doing gay stuff? And it's like... <laughs> yeah. You know, do you know what's still fascinating to me? I was thinking about this. Oh, fuck. Okay. Two documentaries I keep thinking about recently. Did you see the Anthony Weiner documentary? Yeah, we watched the first one. Just the... What a fucking fuck... Like, that dude's such a fuck up, dude. <laughs> he did yeah. it again. There's a yeah. second documentary. Yeah, and he's in jail now. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking loser. Like, my oh man's my name is Anthony Weiner. Keep sending pics of his Weiner. His wife finds <laughs> out... His wife's the only reason he's successful in the first place. Too, his wife so. has a... Connections to the Has Clinton. an exotic name, too. What was her name? It was like... So it was something... I don't know, different. It April showers or something? Uh, yeah. Mayflower. Uh, what was the other? You came up with another one that was a good Ash Wednesday. I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I have to use that in a movie at some point. I, I, yeah, I got to come fine. up with some kind of porn star she, thing. It's a Catholic nun scene and her name is Ash Wednesday. I mean, it just it writes itself. Well, <laughs> me and you had a very inside baseball conversation on like the weird incest porn that's going on right now. Like... Okay, we're talking about that right now. I get well, <laughs> uh, just two brothers, two brothers, was, and their friend, best bros. Uh, well, I was just saying, I was like, I honestly believe, and I've mentioned it in. in, in oh yeah, we had like our grand unifying theory of. So if you don't know, for some reason, Pornhub is. I just feel like low- everybody knows, right? Well, I gotta pretend like people, there might be people who. Don't. This is gonna be new things for everybody. <laughs> Pornhub, for whatever reason, is just loaded with the, with like incest videos now. It's like one out of every two to three videos. Is, it's is, a, it's, it's always like, like dude and not his mom. <laughs> you know mom, what I'm talking yeah, about? It's yeah. like this, it's, this, it, now this is inside baseball, but it's like there's like three types. There's like brother, sister, stepmother, or just your mother, and it's like in I, some cases grandma. Yeah, yeah. We don't I talk genuinely about think, and this is what me and Willie came to the conclusion: we're like. Because sometimes you click on those videos just because it's like, well, the people... I find the, the people attractive. Yeah. The, and it's, the woman specifically. And then you're just like, well, whatever. I'm not going to pay attention to that part. And it's like, I think that happened enough times that somebody was just like, wow, we sure are getting a lot of hits on this like incest video. But in reality, it was just like a hot porn star that was in it. Everyone's like, oh, cool. Let me watch this video. So they're like, let's just keep pumping out more. It's like whenever... It's like, okay, when the Lego movie came out and it was really successful because it was written by the Phil, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. And they're just like really fucking smart writers, like they did the Spider Man, uh, Spider Verse movie, and uh, some other stuff that's great, like Twenty One Jump Street. That was a good one. 
Mm-hmm. Dude, those movies are kind of slept on, honestly. The 21 and 22 Jump Street. Yeah, I really I don't like think I saw 22. I saw 22 is, is just as funny. Better. Yeah, in uh, some ways it's better. It's true. They're, it's kind of like the uh, Bill and Ted situation where it's like, they're both good movies, but they're like kind of different. And I don't know. Like but the, uh, it's like the neighbors sort of movie. Yeah, true. Because Na- neighbors, neighbors one's good, but like neighbors, it's like the Godfather, dude. <laughs> neighbors one is great, <laughs> but neighbors two is fucking insanely good. Uh, true. What was I talking about? Um, oh, we no, were talking step, about our stepmoms, our porn star theory. Uh, so yeah, so some company was just like, uh, oh, anyway, okay. What I was trying to say was when the Lego Movie came out and it was really good and really well accepted, it was because it had good writers behind it and they like actually gave a shit about what they were making. So every, but now everyone's just like. Oh, let's make an Ugly Dolls movie. Let's make a fucking Funko Pop movie, which is a real thing that's coming out. And you're like, how are you gonna? And there's there's a um, I think a certain somebody we we follow might be. There's a Mega Bloks movie coming too, which sounds like I'm joking, but there's a Minecraft one still coming, right? Yeah, and it's just like okay, none of these movies are gonna be good. Didn't the Metal Gear movie is that confirmed? It's still in production, yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. Is it in production? Has it started production or is it? The script is written and they're location scouting and all that, I believe. Don't don't quote me on that. I've just seen articles. Well, because it's like usually when they start production, it's like okay, they're actually filming it now, which means it's probably gonna get made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the problem is because that that's how that's how I felt about the new Jay and Silent Bob movie, where he kept talking about wanting to make it, and then it, he would be like, "Well, we could make it. Well, we didn't have the money or whatever." And it's just like eventually he was like, "Okay, we start production on this day," and I was like, "Okay, maybe it's actually gonna get made now." I think the problem is that it's um, he's working on a lot of different. Like he was directing TV shows, and then he's making another movie, and then I think he's doing that. But it's like. I want it to be good so bad. Pure speculation. I think it's a Konami game, but it was written, directed, produced, all that shit by Hideo Kojima. So I think they're fighting over who gets more control over it. You know what I mean? Death Stranding, dude. What are we? That game looks incredible. But anyway, my point was just like if you ever look at like older movies and in in vintage porn stuff like that, like it's always like Catholic nuns and stuff like that. Like which does not appeal to our generation at all because we're not like like. Hyper. We're not the John F. Kennedy like Catholic family. Yeah, like so, like in the seventies, it was like always like, oh, he's fucking a nun. How crazy is that? And now it's like, oh, he's fucking his mom. But I honestly believe that there was like a small. It must have been one to ten videos that just blew up. I'm like, well, we're gonna do these now. And then like, even me myself, I'm like, I've all. <laughs> I'll knowingly click on one of those, and I'm like, I don't care about the connection that they supposedly have that you're forcing. I she's just attractive, so you know what I mean. Gotta give it up for porn actors too, dude. They're so so good at it. But I am also concerned <laughs> that like there's gotta be people out there that think that's real, like every time. You know what I mean? Because there's also probably people out there that are, that think it's real that there's guys r- driving around in a bus that just pick what random women up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to know who I writes mean, those scripts. <clears throat> it exists, dude. How do I get a job writing those scripts? I don't think anyone writes the scripts. I think they show up on set and they just. You uh, think it's improv, dude? That would be a good like comedy sketch, is like a uh, porn improv where it's like. All right, so uh, I need a professional. He's like pizza guy, and it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. all right. He's gonna come in and just uh, try and come up with some dialogue on the spot about the pizza guy. It's like okay. He's like, uh, I got some sausage. Like, <laughs> he's like, all right, I need two job titles. We got a pizza guy, we got a plumber, and then it's like, all right, we need uh, some names. And he's like Ash Wednesday. Like someone just <laughs> yells it out. All right, so you're Ash Wednesday, and then you're gonna be a doctor, a physician. What 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 does she need there? Well, the problem is he has a really bad stomach ache. All right. So he has blue balls. Like I've, like I've seen that where he's like, "Oh, doctor, my stomach hurts." It's just like, "Oh, I see what the problem is." One thing I noticed. <laughs> have you ever? Okay, go like for it. A movie there Why somewhere. is every dude like every bald? porn star guy is bald? Like, what is up with that? 
Is it because their bald head kind of looks like a ball? Like, is that the... It's like testicular it's like shape? third ball. <laughs> That's a good point. Is it like you're... If you're a bald head, it's like phallic or something? I don't know. Like, maybe they're, maybe they're trying to control... I mean, some it's some kind of like hair, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they do, but... I don't know them by a name, but... I don't either, do. but every once in a while I see a guy that I recognize because it's like... Oh, yeah, me too. There's this one dude who has, who has like, well, a, yeah. like a really bad hipster goatee, and every time I see him, I'm like, oh, this fucking guy again. <laughs> and it's like this weird... He comes, becomes like your nemesis because it's like, all right, well, it's like you have to... It's like, a, it's like a buddy cop movie where you don't like each other, but you have to work together. So you're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to do our best to get along, but no shenanigans, you two. Like, it's <laughs> like... <laughs> there's nothing worse than when, like, there's a camera guy that won't shut up Going, you know what I'm saying? Well, there's, there's the one. Worse I guess if we're just gonna talk about porn, here we go. But there's the one where the guy, the one guy is like, he's like, "Where's my dick at?" Like, like <laughs> 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 my butt. Like, I, it's just like, all right, what? dude. Which you reminds were, me, okay. Well, it's like you're being a child. You know where your dick. Is. <laughs> there's a really good porn. Uh, porn. There's a really good podcast <laughs> about Wait, uh, no, Freudian slip. Uh, Give us some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast about porn. It's about. Oh, okay. uh, it's the, that. August Ames, John Ronson guy. Well, so uh, originally it was called the butterfly effect and it was like an uh, Amazon uh, audiobook exclusive. And it's like how the like creation of, of Pornhub, the website like completely uh, fucking changed like at the business of porn and like, and what's, I don't know why, but it's really funny to me because you hear all these like, these guys, they, like these distributors and like cameramen and shit who are like, it's like, oh, every t- and they all have the same like cigarette voice. Who be like, every time I shoot something, it, uh, it'll be on Pornhub and like 20 minutes later. And it's like, I sh- can't make any money like we used to. And then at one point, uh, the, the guy like points out, he's like, yeah, ever since uh, like Pornhub kind of blew up and it's like popular now and pe- people like, there's like this weird thing where everyone's just like cool, like with talking about porn now. There's like this, been this shift where in like the late 90s and early 2000s, like porn was really violent against women where they'd be like pulling their hair and like spitting on them and shit like that. And like, it was, it was always like the revenge, like we like, okay. What? <laughs> As you shaking your head over there. In I, was in, I was shaking my head in disappointment. I yeah. think that that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's like, it's not really like that anymore. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. I find that interesting that like, I don't know. I forgot what my point was, but it's, it's a really interesting documentary. You should listen to it. But now, and then like the second half of it is about this porn star named August Ames who like killed herself. The last days of August or something. Yeah, I think it's exactly what it's called. And they and the implication is that uh, she like killed go. herself because she was being cyberbullied because she said like <laughs> something like homophobic on Twitter. But like not to spoil it, but but like you start to learn like her boyfriend was fucking crazy and like possessive and somebody else he was dating like ended up in like a mental hospital and shit. Like what it gets the lore runs really fucking deep, dude. Is your mic? Is, all right. Hold on, fixing my mic real quick. You just pause it. Or? Um, <clears throat> Think of it, Nicole. My throat hurts. I'm coughing a lot. Test for real. Testing. There this we is a weird are. episode, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Sure, we're all. It's all over the place. Oh yeah, I was telling Willie earlier, and I texted you guys about this. What in the were group you telling chat, me? But uh, I fucking ate shit at work today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that picture I sent of like the little balcony thing? I was oh yeah, on? I saw that earlier. I, was, I didn't say anything about it. It's like uh, maybe like two feet off the ground. Testing. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm really bad at man. Like, I'm going to pause it real quick. You fell like... Oh, all right. Hold that thought. And they up their prices right. too. I think we're... Yeah. I'm good. I, I think I sound good. Okay. The the boo one looks really cool. Uh, 
I like uh, the, I like the trunks one, dude. That one looks. That, I know. I'm totally getting that. I was legit gonna text you and be like, "What do you? Which one are you getting?" <laughs> dude, uh, you guys just both get it. Honestly, I, yeah, I was gonna say like, I mean, I'm, or I was thinking about the Shenron one with like the the red. Dude, like, that that looks pattern. fucking rad. You know what looks that lit too sick. is the blue. Um, I don't know what that's called. It's like, but it's the same kind of tie dye. It's it's like a blue hoodie of like the Shenron oh, I one. Saw that, right? that looks yeah, fucking okay. sick, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I also really like there's a Vegeta one that's blue like that too that I think I'm thinking about getting but then there's also a pink I like Vegeta the, one that looks the long they really fucking showed up <coughs> Joel like I'm, I'm trying to I just got paid to, Joel's like hey can you give me the shirt and he sent me the, the one with the um, are you free, the Frieza one? transformations on it yeah just cause it's to, like his birthday is coming get, up so I was oh, like okay. there's a Frieza transformation one yeah it has like cause they did one for Frieza and Boo and Cell I think what the fuck? I didn't see those. I'm kind of bummed it's their last drop. To not, not gonna lie on that. Like, they might, I, I think a, they'll I do more for the new season. Probably tonight, I might do it. I have like a, I've, I heard, I already have like four or five shirts on that collab just because it's like, oh, they're so fucking cool. It, you know what? It, it like reminds me of when I was a kid and I had DBZ shirts. You know what I mean? Except these ones actually well, look they also way cooler. Like fit like good, like two. Yeah, I like that. I have like a couple other primitive, kind of just regular is primitive shirts. Uh, I don't know. It's just like good. They had one for. Um, they did a collab for that movie Strange Days. Have you ever seen that? No, I see it right there on their homepage, though. What is it? It's that? fucking cool. It's like a weird uh, 90s sci-fi, like, hacker movie that makes no sense, like, before we understood the internet. Like, cyberpunk. It's, uh, it's cool, though. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good movie. Pretty cool. Throw fucking dead, dude. <clears throat> Was that uh, apple whiskey good? Yeah. I, I liked what apple I... Apple whiskey. Oh, I got some... <laughs> you want some? Apple whiskey. Yeah, what? We get, we mix it because because we got um whiskey sour sour mix. And we were like looking at whiskey's like what would be a good one to get and then I saw Fucking the, ten bucks too. Yeah, Jack Daniels like sour apple and I was like oh that makes sense like apple sour and sour Sounds whiskey. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it actually it tastes. Want me to make you one? Yes, please. All right, cool. Should we pause it again or? Uh, well, I was thinking <laughs> oh, you could tell going? the story. Um, we're oh yeah, so <clears throat> I was at work and I and I was working on this like. Wait, should I just pause it so I can make him one? I want to be in on it. All right, go for All it. All right, we're gonna do another pause, everybody. <laughs> God bless you, though. We'll do a, a quick little housekeeping thing before I do that, and just uh, housekeeping. If you're enjoying this podcast, uh, go ahead and like us on uh, SoundCloud. I'm a little buzzed. I'm not gonna lie. This is kind of oh, hard. Let me try yours. Uh, yeah, go for it. Uh. <clears throat> we got SoundCloud, iTunes. Please subscribe to us on both <coughs> of those or e- either one. And then on iTunes, it helps a lot if you uh, leave us a review, like just five stars or however you actually feel. I'd like to know. But um, you've asked me to leave a five star review, but I, I don't. I don't feel comfortable doing that. I would. It would help us. I mean, <coughs> you I know, know, it's one of those things where can't do okay, that. You know, I just. I'm gonna also switch this mic cable. I'm sounding shit. Okay, there it is. Really, it's like fucking up or something. Yeah, it, it goes in. And, it goes in and out. Uh. Was it, the it, it was probably that bong right me, dude. Anyway. Oh, sorry, <laughs> no, I'm not mad at you. I thought it was uh, so weird. So, yeah, if you could subscribe to us on those, leave some reviews, some comments, and all that, it helps us get pushed up. But also, we have a Patreon if you want to give us just <coughs> a dollar. When ta- remember when YouTube had the five-star system? Yeah. That was good times. Remember when Netflix had the five-star system? Thanks to Amy Schumer, we no longer have that. I wish we, you know, somebody made it, wrote a really good response about like why it sucks not to have that. And it's like, because you, like, if you, maybe you like something two stars, like you don't hate it one star, but you also like, or like you might, sometimes you might like something four stars, but you don't I like I think it's Netflix finally got so much of their own content. They don't want other people to see what you're rating it. I, that's honestly, I think that's what it is because a lot of the stand up specials would have really low, like, they have a lot of, th- uh, uh, or like low star ratings. And it's like, okay. 
I don't know. It just it's like it's easier to like present the data as if it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so we also have a Patreon. We're planning Sorry. on doing some new podcasts. Do uh, some seasons of those. When we get back from the break, I'll uh, talk more about that. But uh, if you want to help us out, we are trying to do more and more, and the Patreon helps out a lot. We have a few people like we got Sarah, we got Ashley, we got Eddie, Eddie Vasquez, who's the homie who gave me a new uh, guacamole recipe. He's our number one boy. We got David Corden and uh, and then also Haley. Yeah, no, those are our top contributors and uh we appreciate you guys honestly because it right now as it stands we make enough money to pay for the podcast uh the rss feed uploaded everything and then we also have a little bit extra which i bought a new mic stand some new cables and all that clearly i need to replace this one while we're on break but uh it helps out a lot we're doing more and then this is brand new like yesterday we i had one of my friends meet with a graphic design artist with a bunch of ideas for shirts and all that we're going to try and do a new logo and put out some new shirts and then i already have four halloween themed shirts designed i got a special one for rob's birthday that's going to be rad and then uh yeah so we're getting we're getting back to it now that rob's schedule is back to normal for now and then my schedule is fine so we're going to be back to a weekly basis and appreciate all the support and especially again there's been a few times where like Jack or Eddie will reach out to me randomly, I'm like, "Hey, I really enjoy the episode and all that," and it it helps. Any kind of feedback is good, whether it's positive or critiquing and all that. And yeah, so I'll be right back. Joel got me. Uh, all right, we're back. Joel keeps getting me stuffed animals, which is rad, but it's just like, oh, I feel like a, I don't know, grown man with stuffed animals. Anyway, so <laughs> the mic sounds way better. I figured out that plug is just fucked. So um, I think oh yeah, I sound way better. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, so what are the other two podcasts we were planning? We got we had a whole system messed, planned out. Uh, well, the ones we're thinking about are the the one called 86, which is about uh, all the movies that came out in 1986 that are great because there's a lot of them. Just look it up. It's a thing. And the other one we were talking about was uh, just reviewing uh, true crime documentaries. Cause there's a lot that are classics in my mind where I think about that I know you haven't seen and I'm like okay I'm curious to see your t-. like there's one called there's something wrong with Aunt Diane that I, that's fucking fascinating to me it's like an HBO oh and the one about the uh, the cannibal cop is a cannibal like, cop yeah that one was fucking really interesting because it's he didn't actually kill anybody or eat anything like he but he wrote these insane fantasies out about like cooking and eating his wife and my man, <laughs> some some chick he knew in real life, and then he talked about how like he like wrote out like like as if it was real. He like wrote out all the shit that he would do to her, like to cook her and eat her, which is is like honestly, dude, that's so fucking creepy to me. That's like one of the creepiest. It's like you're literally like eating a person is like one of the creepiest fucking fetishes. I can, you know what I mean? Like that's fucking yeah. I don't know. Put your mic uh, to you, Jacob. But uh, there was some some chick that he knew that he wanted. He like wrote a story about or something, and then he like actually he like used his like police. Because he, he's a cop. I don't know if I brought that up. He used some sleuthing He, he used his, like, police uh, privileges to, like, use the computer or something and look up where this chick lived and, like, go, go like, stalk her and hunt her down and shit. And he didn't actually do anything, but they, like, caught him stalking her. And then they, they wanted to, like, uh, or, like put him in jail for that, for, like, intent to, like, what he wanted to do. And it, it became this, like, interesting court case over, like, he didn't actually do anything. So can you can you be arrested for, like, a thought crime, for, like, thinking of doing something horrible? You know what I mean? Very interesting documentary. And that's definitely one I feel like we would be a lot of banter. Yeah. You know what I was thinking for that? What we can do, too, is um, we do the, the actual podcast 
about the documentary, but we could also record a commentary that will be the Patreon exclusive for if you pay a dollar, you get it. You know what I mean? Sure. Because we're going to be watching it anyway. Why not record our, our real reactions to it? And that way, the people who are listening to that podcast, that one will be free, but then we'll put that behind a paywall for just a dollar. That's all you got to pay, and you get to watch it with us. I think that'd be kind of fun. Especially because we'll be doing like an educated, do some research, talk about that kind of thing, you know? And then off the rails, we'll be drinking and, you know, all that kind of stuff and watching a, a fun podcast, what movie, and do a fun podcast about it. But, uh,. I'm pretty excited about doing the shirt stuff because the person we're getting to do is a, a close friend of uh, Sarah's, and uh, she showed me some of her like work already, and she can do a wide variety of different things. So it's like whatever you guys can think of, we can have it put on a shirt and all that. So it's gonna be cool. Like, I, I wrote down like four or five ideas, and uh, we're gonna do stickers and stuff too. And I was like, that'd be kind of cool if you buy a shirt from us. I'll send you like three stickers, three different ones or whatever for your Hydro Flask. I like that kind of stuff. Hydro Flask or Dave? Yeah. Uh, underappreciated even though they're very popular but yeah and then um, another thing for the podcast because like a it's good to have a friend who is just like you guys should do this and then like they actually kind of kick your ass a little bit and light a fire under you because now I got a couple of things going where another friend of mine who also was really good at making beats randomly was I was like hey is there any way I could use some of your like your hip-hop beats for like the intro and outro and all that or if we're doing like uh, ads for patreon or new shirts or stuff like that and he was like for sure and uh his name's i think it's ken fuchsius is that what it is on yeah. soundcloud i'll link it on the new episode uh this episode on our instagram and probably facebook and all that he has a soundcloud he just dropped two eps and they're actually really good and fun fact he made them all on his fucking like iphone and they sound like he was using a beat pad and all that so That's it's awesome. like I'm going to lend him our beat pad and see what he can do and, and all that because it's one of those things where as a creator, whether it be podcast or writing or whatever, because Rob does that, it's like it's fun to help other people out and give them good equipment and see what they can do with it. So, no. That's not one of his beats. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can see the video. <laughs> Look at the video. Oh, my God. That's why I had to click on it and be like, what? Sorry, I'm playing this. <laughs> Anyway, let's get back into it. Sure uh, <clears throat> what happened at work today? Uh, oh, yeah. But dude, I legit, before we get into it, I'll preface this by saying, I like panicked when you sent the first text. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, God. So just get into it. Yeah, I realized at some point I was like, oh, I should probably follow it up with, like, I'm okay, by the way. Uh, I thought you were going to the hospital when you said that. So I was working in this area called induction where clothes come down. This is this will show you how fucking soul-crushing my job is, but these clothes come down on a line, and you have to pick them up and separate so each hanger is in a different slot, and then it goes down the thing, and then it, someone else has to scan the thing and make sure. It's, it's really fucking boring, dude. Like, there's a lot of jobs that place that I've been trained to do, and whenever they tell me, like, okay, you're going to do this today, I'm like, oh, God, please, no. Please, no, God, hours, no. How many hours do you do it? 10 hours, dude. So, yeah, it's just... And here's the thing, dude. This is going to sound fucking crazy, but I'm not much of a talker. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Uh, like, in real life, I just... I don't know. I'm just quiet. Like, I don't know. I'm just awkward and, like... I just saw that. Don't really... I don't know. I don't like talking to strangers. I can't... I don't know how to... You don't, don't, you don't do small talk. I don't know how, dude. I honestly can't do it. Like, if you want to come at me with, like... So I don't know something interesting. I, I like I'm I'm always down to hear that. Like, or if you want to talk and don't expect me to say much, like that's fine too. But 
I don't know. I'm trying to change that because it feels like an asshole attitude to have. Like you're not good enough for me to talk to you, and, and you know, I'm trying to I'm trying I'm to not be better. Not talking to me either, so I, I don't mind that at all. Same. That's I don't know. Me. People are different. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't know, dude. I think some people just like are not comfortable with silence, and it's like very obvious. It's like a weird nervous tick. Like it's like an anxiety that I can't. It like uh, if you ever been around somebody that has anxiety, and boy have I, uh, it gets it gets you all riled up too. Where you're like you start you start like getting all kind of panicky. You're like, okay, well, what are we doing? Like, what's like, well, I don't know what to do. What's Anxious here? behavior is like contagious. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's maybe we're the problem. Maybe it's like you're, you're like, too empathetic or something. Uh, which sounds like uh, you know humble yeah. brag, but you know. <laughs> no, because it's to a fault. It's like it doesn't help us. But uh, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, so I'm working with this chick and like. Uh, we're just like shooting the shit or whatever, which I can't stand, obviously. And uh, fucking, I've heard you shoot the shit with people before. Like I, I'll never forget when I worked at the cafe uh, at the church. This Robert was like, "I'll come in and read my book while while you handle something," because I was managing at the time. And then you got approached by I think we talked about it on the podcast, but like this weird guy was starting to tell you his his <laughs> wife was in nine eleven and all that. Yeah, and man. I remember, <laughs> I'll never forget. You're like. He was telling me all this crazy shit, and I was like, did it ever occur to you that he was lying? And you're like, holy shit. Worst part about that is it's just like, pretty much the whole thing, I guess. I don't know. Do you remember the whole, what all he said? Yeah, because he said a lot. That's the thing. It it, <laughs> it didn't end, dude. Well, I think you should probably share that, because I know it was stupid. Uh, I remember laughing a lot. Well, I mean, the, 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 hey, didn't he ask you if you read the good book? The most no- notable part was the fucking 9-11 thing, because just the way he told... I don't know, man. He sh- that guy should be a fucking uh, storyteller, man. I don't know if that's a job. Robert does but, like, this thing when he doesn't know the person, where they'll they'll be on like his left, and <laughs> he'll do this thing where they'll say something. And he goes like, "Whoa!" and like he won't look at them, but he'll look down and then do like this head nod. <laughs> the best dude. Because the guy's sitting there talking to him, and he's like, "Here's a sentence that you're gonna react to," and then Rob's just like, "Whoa, that's crazy, man!" And then Robert will just look, look to his right, like. Please end this and and also my life. <laughs> I've seen you do that at least thirty times. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know. Let's tell you on that. <laughs> I, you hate when I analyze you. It's pretty great. <coughs> it's just, uh, I mean, I know I'm interesting, but anyway, get back to your <laughs> small talk. Yeah, shooting shit. This uh, it up. shirt fell down. <laughs> Do you remember? I can't remember who it was, but <laughs> when the, uh, was I think it was Migos, right? Where they took a picture in front of like somebody's house. I oh, it was. Um, oh, who was it? It was uh, Madonna's. It was it? Mad- I was yeah, okay. Was I remember Madonna's somebody famous house, house and they, and she's like, "That's my house. What are you doing there?" And it was like this this very old white woman thing of just like, "Ha ha!" But but why are you there? <laughs> and like, yeah, and he's like, "We trapping?" <laughs> yeah, we trapping. That's all. <laughs> God, they killed me, dude. <laughs> I think that was on like Instagram, and they yeah. were like. Talking in the anyway, well, uh, so a fucking shirt dropped, right? And we had this like grabber hand, like a little plastic hand. You know what I'm talking about? Does, yeah. any, does that make any sense? Grabber hand? Uh, is it like the trash picker uppers? Sure, yeah. It's like a, it's like you squeeze a trigger and it fucking yeah. it clamps on it like a, like a claw machine. I don't know why I'm like, does it, does anyone know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. That ever happened to you? Because I, because I had yard duty all the time. Okay. <laughs> I remember the five gallon bucket and the fucking scoop the grabber. In the what? 
Uh, the five gallon. You'd have like an orange Home Depot bucket in the in, in one hand, and the other dude, hand was the trash grabber. Dude, one time they were so out of ideas for us to do that we just had to get like a rag and wipe all the poles on that those that really you know the gate that was like surrounding the whole Jesus school? Christ, the black dude. one, like the new one they got in. We just had to wipe every pole. You know what I was thinking about, dude? Like, I got in so much trouble when I was younger that they would constantly make us do like repetitive tasks like that. That now that I'm older, like that's what I when I'm at work, that's what I enjoy doing is like a, a constant repetitive task where I don't have to use my brain because it just gives you time to think. We're just like, hmm, interesting, and yeah. like that's why I think I can't stand it when people come up and talk to me because I'm just like stuck in my head thinking about like The Godfather and Ninja Turtles and shit, and it's like, don't bother me, I'm busy right now. It's like a nurture situation. You were you were born into it. Nature versus nurture. Maybe it's natural, dude. Maybe it's Maybelline. You know what I can't stand is when you're already doing your task and you're doing it and you're doing it right and then a boomer comes up and starts questioning you about what you're doing and you're like, "Uh, I'm doing it the way you told me to do it. And they're like, no, no, you need to do it like this. And then they just re-explain how to do it to you the same way. Only a factory worker, whoever has worked in a factory, will know what I'm talking about. That's the thing where I always want to be like, don't you have something to do? Like, don't you have an office you could go like not, you could just go kill time. You don't have to come out here and talk to me. Before we get back to your story, remember we were talking about like, I think maybe we talked about this in the last episode, but no, I, we were texting about it. I was like, for some reason, there's certain types of boomers who work for a company, and the company's doing fine. They're not losing money. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like an Amazon. Yeah. And they need you to be working for every single minute of every hour. And it's one of those things where... Well, you said it best. Uh, you said they, they act like it's coming out of their wallet. Like, if yeah. you're not... If it's just like, okay, dude, like, chill. It's not going to affect your bottom line. Like, at my new job... I usually will just leave my phone on the desk or whatever and then go out and do what I need to do and then and then I'll put it in the car and then I'll go out and, and, and work. But like somehow anytime I pick up my phone, someone will walk around the corner that it's in charge and like, hey, you need to be working. If you got time to lean, you got time to clean and all that kind of shit, like that attitude or whatever. And I'm just like, we're a refrigeration company. You're doing fine. People are yeah. always going to need new air conditioners or someone to repair them and all that. Like we, we, we're not losing money by me looking at my phone for a second. And then... It's just one of those things where they got such a boomer thing for you to be low on the totem pole of the company and be like, hey, you need to work for every minute of the day. And it's like, if you're not, it's like, it's almost disrespectful for you to not have a broom in your hand if there's nothing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you smiling at? It's out of my hands. All right. A new one? Yeah, if you want. I'm we're, uh, I'm going to be here for a while tonight, so. Um. Oh, yeah, you drove. So I guess I will, too. Well, did you want to leave? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, eventually, I'd like to go home. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you flip so anyway, a shirt fell, and and we're on this, like, raised balcony where you're sort of like... Uh, How high up are you? I want to say... Like, eight feet? It's probably, like, about where this table is. Like Oh, maybe, so you're not even that high. Maybe a little higher than that. I don't know, but it's not, it's not very high off the ground, but high enough. And... Uh, to where there's three steps to get up there. It's like a little staircase you have to go up. So I don't, I don't know if that gives you a visual idea. Uh, but so the shirt dropped, and, and then I, I used the little grabber thing to, to pick it up. Uh, and I'd use it a couple times, but for whatever reason, this time I, I went and grabbed it, and I squeezed the trigger thing and just fucking broke it. And it just, like, it just like collapsed in my hands. And I was like, I remember I was just like, oh, shit, did I just break this? And she was just like, oh, my God, are you serious? And I was like, uh, like the thing wouldn't work. So she's like, okay, I guess I'll go downstairs and grab it now. And I was like, wait, I think I can reach it. And I leaned down and I got really fucking close. Like I had it in my hands 
And then before I could like back up, I felt myself like slipping because the bar is, was so low that it was right above my knees and I was wearing joggers. So it was like, <laughs> so it was just a very like smooth, like just like sliding against the metal pole. And I, my body legit, like here, like, okay, here's the thing. I just went like swoop and like completely leg, leg overhead did like a fucking somersault and just landed right on my ass. But it was in, it was in fucking slow motion, dude. Like, cause I was like, okay, I'm too far off the balcony. I can't shimmy back up. So I just have to roll with this. So I just put my hands down again, summoning the Ninja Turtles in my mind and was like, okay, I think I can fucking ninja my way out of this. And I literally just like pushed off the ground when I hit and then just like flipped and sat up. It was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. Uh, no one was around to see it though, except for that one chick. And then every time somebody would walk by, like, first of all, she couldn't stop laughing. And then every time somebody would walk by, she'd be like, Oh my God, you, you got it. The thing you just did. Holy shit. Like she's going to get you fired. Yeah, I know. And then I remember I, I told her a couple of times, I was like, yeah, you know, um, I'm probably not going to say anything to the manager. Cause like, cause you know, he'll be like, Oh, that was an unsafe thing. And like, I could, I could, I could get fired for that. You know what I mean? Like for the, for them be like, Oh, you were unsafe. And she's like, yeah, ha, huh? like I've been telling everybody. And it's just like, yeah, see, I wasn't going to tell anybody because uh, they could be like, oh, that's unsafe, and then I could get fired. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, yeah, that's why That's why it's hilarious. We got to tell everybody, and it just kind of went on like that. You're like, I'd, I'd really appreciate it if you just didn't say it. Well, well then at the end of the happen? day. You're going to end up on Facebook as one of those viral videos. I know. I was saying, dude, I was like, that was like something out of straight out of a fucking fail video, like fail army, dude. Uh <laughs> And she was like, she's like, oh, I know the guy that that works like the security. Did I tell you about it? She's like, I know the guy that works the security camera. Like, it's my no. my ex husband's like brother in law or something. No. Yeah, and, and she was she was like, I could get I could get the security footage if you really want to see it. And I was just like, I was like, no, don't bring this up to anybody. I don't want to get fired. Oh, that's true. Um, kind of want to see that security. Fucking <laughs> 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 on it. That footy, dude. I need that footage. We need to have Juice World playing in the background. Fucking <laughs> just you flipping. <laughs> Just like going back and forth, like woo, woo, woo. Well, the best part is we just edit that alien in where he's like, motherfucking <laughs> 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 Dude, that's where I changed your picture from Arthur to that alien in my phone. God bless. <laughs> uh, that's fucking. I incredible. feel like the alien's making a resurgence. Are we, are we done yet? <laughs> Do you want to be? <laughs> what? I know. I was, just, so wet. I was just wondering. Because we left a bag of ice on there last night and it fucking pee. melted. I so. I have to pee, so everybody look away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not how we do it here on Best Bros. I was explaining at my work. Don't look, dude. To people <laughs> that I used to mess with you, where we'd be peeing out in the wilderness. And no, was that was at the smoke shop. I was there for that. I but... also explained that at work, and they loved <laughs> oh, okay. it. Oh, okay. Okay, so Jacob, we were at the smoke shop, and they were all talking to Rob about anime, and then I don't know how we even brought that up, but like. I was looking so cool, dude, talking about anime. No, that's never happened. Uh,. They were just like asking if, oh, if I fuck with Rob, and I was like, "Yeah, one of the best things I've ever done is anytime he pees, I go up behind him and piss between his legs while he's pissing." And I was like, "Don't move." Who did that? <laughs> Me to Rob. Oh. And um, well, one time we were since it's only me at the table right now, I'll just tell it. But like we were out in the Arizona, like shooting uh, against the hill targets and all that skeet shooting. And Rob, Rob went to go piss, and he just pulls his pants down, and then I go up behind him, and I start pissing before he starts pissing, and he does, like, this weird bunny hop jump to the right, and then just starts punching me. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, I pissed on his leg, and he wouldn't let that go for the rest of the trip. So that was great. Um, but yeah, I'm the only one at the table, so. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's cool. 
Well, what, what should I talk about? Let's see. Um, been listening to a lot of new podcasts. Uh, the Conan O'Brien podcast is really fucking good. The episode with Howard Stern is surprisingly good because I don't really have an opinion on him. Is before my time, but it was great. Um, you know, it's weird. I didn't like. I I never liked uh, Mad TV, but. The older I get, everybody that was on Mad TV is actually pretty cool. And I've been listening to a lot of the Bobby Lee's podcast with his girlfriend. It's called Tiger Belly. And they have an episode with Paul Banks, who's the lead singer of Interpol. And that episode's really, really good. That's one of my favorite bands. And then um, they have, like, Brendan Schaub and and, uh, Tom Segura, Theo Vaughn. Those are all good guests and all that. So I highly recommend that podcast. Um, I've been listening to a little bit of Last Podcast on the Left. That's been good. Um, I like that kind of stuff. Rob's back at the table now. That's uh, that and my favorite murder are my two favorites. You know why it's good because it, they're actually really funny, but they're talking about real shit, so you feel like you're learning something with between the jokes. True. So that's always fun. Um, one of my favorites right now is called The Honeydew. I've talked about it before, I think, but it's a comedian named Ryan Sickler, and it's a podcast where he just interviews other comedians, and it's no, it's no hidden thing that comedians are usually. Uh, people that have like really bad past or like depressing like like growing up and all that so it's it's comedians talking together about like their fucked up past whether it be childhood relationships uh just like the tom segura episode is really funny it's like him talking about how he shit his pants or like awkward relationship stuff and the it's just it ends up being really funny all the time so it's even though they're talking about really negative shit so i highly recommend that one and I've been getting into shorter podcasts lately. I don't know why. I like a good three-hour podcast. Those are always fun because you feel like you're getting a lot out of it. But then, like, the ones that are, like, 40 to an hour are perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah, we were talking about experimenting with uh, maybe these new podcasts with the movie-themed ones, doing them more like 30 or 45 minutes yeah. or 20 minutes, something you know, something around there. Well, I, the idea is that I feel like, especially with the crime one, you'll probably have a script that you're going to go off of, and then we'll just, you know what I mean? Write that out. I feel like, uh, I mean, yeah, we gotta explain it a certain way, but I feel like it, I guess that it's one, just notes. It'd be more interesting to just hear what your, you know, reaction to some of them are. That's true, but you want to give a little bit of information, like when it was made, what's about, kind of thing. So that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited about that. Again, the shirts are gonna be red. At least I want them to be. We're gonna try and design them to be, and all that. Um, got more, bigger things coming. Um, Again, it's one of those things where you kind of have to pander to get bigger, and we got to be more consistent to get more followers. But if you're enjoying the podcast, we have a a pretty dedicated small following and um, a, a bigger following of just regular listeners. But a lot of people donate and comment and all that. But if you have friends that like podcasts, please recommend it. Um, if you have notes, if you have stuff that you do like, you don't like, or topics or whatever, just give them to us. We always want to make you guys happy or whatever. Especially if you're giving money, it's it's you're going out of your way to help us out, and that's. I can't be more thankful, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it's been a weird year, man. Like, it hasn't been a bad one. It's just been fucking crazy. Like, yeah, I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> like, our mom was featured on the news recently. That was weird. Did I tell you, uh, one of the managers at work was just like, Robert, were you on the news? And I was like, oh, yeah, I was. Like, <laughs> it was a really weird, like, yeah, that was, she was like, oh, I saw you hugging somebody. I was like, yeah, that was my mom. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> it's like that. I feel like that wouldn't have been a huge jump in logic to be like, oh. She's like, were you hugging your girlfriend? Did your girlfriend just get a liver transplant, Rob? Um, so your wife is really old. Yeah, we we talked about it before. If you've been listening, our mom got a liver transplant, and we, we've been dealing with that. And it's one of those things where you think you'd think 
as an outsider that once the liver is in the body, it's over. But no, like the your body's pretty much no longer yours, and you have to deal with the hospital constantly, and like your diet has to be like registered through them. Like, can you eat certain things, certain lotions, vitamins you can't use because it'll cause a rejection with the liver and all that. So she's always on medication. Like really recently, it's kind of scary. She uh, started feeling like itchy, but like not like externally on her skin. It was like her like like internally, like her nerves were all like irritated and all that and it just ended up being some vitamins that were cleared by the doctor but they didn't do enough research or something like that and it started causing a um, mom told me the whole uh, the scientific thing behind it but it started to cause rejection symptoms so that's kind of scary it's like the worst thing that can happen is in the middle of the night her liver starts failing because the body doesn't want to accept it anymore because basically what happens is you get a transplant the body knows it's not your liver yeah it knows what's good your body knows that it's not your normal liver, but you take medicine to kind of trick it into accepting it and bypassing all that kind of stuff. So, it sounds like some voodoo magic or something. It is. It definitely is. Um, and that's kind of the reason I started losing weight, because my mom had it. Kind of runs in her family as bad livers and all that, and hers was due to it started because of a uh, fatty liver disease, which causes your liver to fail over time and all that, and then. I went to the doctor and I had found out that there was like a tumor in me and all that had that removed. And they're like, your liver enzymes are really, ca- really high. We don't know if it's cause you have hepatitis or if you're fat or what have you. So I started losing weight. And now that I have a new job with benefits, I can go and get, uh, some more tests done and see, see what's going on with that. Hopefully, you know, I'm not dying. Hopefully. And then, uh, how's your, uh, your medical stuff's going? I'm great. How's you, how's the writing going? That's what I was talking with mom about today. I was like, I feel like I, I don't see Robert writing as much anymore because of this fucking job. Uh, yeah, I haven't since I finished that last script that I sent in. I haven't started anything, but I, I, I'm I'm telling you about that one idea I'm working I on. I like it, yeah. And it's um, I also need to. I, you sent it to me. I might just need to go back into my archives. But uh, your latest script, I'd like to read that. And maybe I'll post a link to it on the Patreon thing if people want to read that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was gonna say no, but then I realized, I, I guess, why not? I don't, I don't know. It's all. It's that's the weird thing about writing stuff is it's you're like it's kind of embarrassing. You need huh? people to see it, but yeah, you don't want people you know to see it because you're like, oh, it's kind of. I don't want you to think like I don't know. It's a weird. It's like that meme with Spider Man where I am also attempting to write, and it's like I'm something of a writer myself. No, I know what you mean because I remember I, I plotted out a whole movie it, like within 20 pages of that moleskin that you that I got for Christmas, and then I just tore it up and threw it away because I was super embarrassed by it. So I, I get that, and it's probably even more terrifying when you're done with something where it's like a complete thing. You're like, I hope this doesn't suck, like, and you just give it to somebody. Because well, I hadn't even written anything. It was just plot. It was like a character Bible and like plot elements and stuff like that, and I was like, this sucks. And I just fucking ripped it up, and, and not only did I rip it up, I like shredded it so that no one could ever read it. I mean, the thing I like about writing is that, like, the more you do, the more you, you just kind of you just figure things out. And like one of the things I figured out is it's like, you can just you can keep making it better. You just have you gotta start with something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. every draft, you just kind of like, okay, that was stupid. Let me fix that, and then you just eventually get to a point where you're like, oh, I think this is pretty decent, man. But I get what you were talking about. Some, like, sometimes you see stuff, you're like, what was I fucking thinking? Like, <laughs> I I know a long time ago you told me like there's something really um, exciting about a cool idea that you come up with, whether or not you ever go with it. There's like just this like fun excitement about like. Oh, no one's ever done that before. It's kind of rad. Like, yeah, I was the same. I'm kind of in the best part now, where it's like before you actually start actually putting words down on paper, you're like, you, it can be anything. So in your head, you're just you're thinking about like everyone's gonna love this one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Because yeah. you don't even you haven't even started on it yet. So you're just like, this is probably gonna be the best one I've ever. Do you think I can like, feel it. like Tarantino ever does that? Or do you ever think he's like, oh, that was like okay, like 
he has some fucking killer lines with just his first four movies or whatever that he wrote the script for. Like, especially Pulp Fiction. Sorry, I'm bourbon, but... Uh, yeah, dialogue. we've been watching those lately, which is always fun to revisit. Well, it's like, you have Pulp Fiction in Reservoir Dogs, too. It's like, in the the opening of the movie's genius, where they're, they're talking about... I mean, like, if you haven't seen it, you should see it. But if you have seen it, you're like, okay, we all know. It's like, they're talking about the Madonna, the Madonna song, Like a Virgin, which was on the radio yesterday when I was driving. But, uh, and then that's going on. The one guy's, like, looking at his... Like, how do you write a scene like that where people are talking about, like, he's like that's a lot of dick. And then in the side, he's like, Jimmy <coughs> Choo, yeah. Tommy, you know what I mean? Well, also, the brilliant thing about that, and I know I'm not the first person to bring this up, but it's like the fact that uh, Mr. Pink doesn't tip, and then the what's his name, the cop, like is the first person to be like, "Oh, it's Mr. Pink. He don't he don't tip." Like he sells him out immediately. Oh, dude, I never noticed that. He like narks on him, like because he's the narc. And it's also like I don't know that his whole scene about not tipping is pretty interesting too. But um, there's also something I I never noticed until I watched it recently. There's a part where the car is driving by and an orange balloon just like floats up behind it, and it's like, oh shit, like Mr. Orange. I didn't know that. A lot of find something new every time. It that like. yeah, well, I was gonna say, Pulp Fiction is is the is the like uh, epitome of a movie where because there's that maybe it's just if you watch a lot of movies, maybe that's just a thing we say a lot. But it's like there's certain movies where you watch it and you notice something new every time. And Pulp Fiction is one of those. Like there's so much shit going on in that movie, whether it's the dialogue or like the costumes or just the weird way people are acting or like cameos from people we didn't realize. Like oh, that's so and so. You know what I mean? Kathy Griffin. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that movie is. Every time I see it, I forget what order it's in. So I'm like legitimately excited when like the next, you know, like little things. I feel happen. like it must have been a while since I've seen it because there was parts I forgot. I forgot about the uh, the heroin. I, I don't know why I forgot. He like t- does heroin and goes for like a drive, and it's all weird looking. And then I forgot about the part where he uh, where Bruce Willis is like talking to the lady in the cab. Yeah, I don't even remember the heroin thing. I don't even remember that. <laughs> well, there you go. Um. I think you know why, because because there's there's certain scenes in the movie that are just so iconic that those are the ones you think of. Well, yeah, because everybody thinks of the Jackrabbit Slim's dance. We all think of the heroin, like the needle thing. Yeah, we think of the the, the opening scene. And then, yeah, and then obviously the whole like bitch be cool thing. And then I everybody remembers the fucking chainsaw. Like we're well, then the there's the samurai sword, the watch. Yeah, the the watch scene with Christopher Walken, and yeah, the part where he's like trying to pick a weapon and he finds. How do you the sword. pitch that to Christopher Walken? By the way, I don't know, but at that point, you know, he'd done. Reservoir Dogs. They made True Romance. They made Natural Born Killers. Like everything he made had like made had had done really well critically. So he was kind of like, I think people were just excited to work with him, you know. And that's it's crazy too because that movie has such an insane cast. And then to be fair, so does Jackie Brown though. Yeah, like, true. like Jackie Brown has some amazing people in it. Like Robert De Niro's in that, and fucking Michael Keaton and shit. It's also so, weird that Robert De Niro's never been in Chris in Tucker's any of in it too, movies. and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Chris Tucker. He remember well, you're about to watch it right now, but uh, he. Samuel Jackson kills him, but like he, he's like, all right, I need you to get in the trunk. And he like puts him in the trunk of his car, and he just drives around in a circle and shoots him. I found out that scene's not in the book. Like, I guess because I was reading an old interview with him, he's just like, I, he's like, I, I wanted people to like have an understanding of like who Samuel Jackson's character was, so I wanted to like include more scenes of him doing like ruthless shit, and that's where I came up with that. He's so good in that movie where he makes you think he's like just this chill guy. Yeah, and going on, and then the next scene he just fucking shoots somebody. I wanted Dumb Good used to have this shirt, and they sold out, and I really wanted where it was. Samuel Jackson and Robert De Niro, and they're like sitting on the couch, and then Robert De Niro's like hitting the bong, and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, that'd be a fucking cool shirt to have, but they sold out of that one. I, I'm excited because I dumb dumb good had a Memorial Day sale, and I ordered three shirts, and I'm like, I got a Beetlejuice one, an Army of Darkness one, and they're a, also really Kill good Bill. about restocking. Uh, and I'm like really hyped. I'm like, I hope they fit good and shit because like I like their designs. They're like they're like super simple, and it's just like a frame from the movie, which is like okay, that's cool. I, like that's all I ever wanted, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like I really wanted this the shining t-shirt that was the white one that one's cool yeah. and uh they were out and then i checked the day later and they had them back again so they're pretty good about restocking well the one thing i noticed is they, they have the capsule drops where it's like once they they just it's like a one and done type thing and they they that cowboy bebop one had some really cool shirts the first time around and i missed out on them like i don't know i have enough shirts as it is though i'm like trying to come to the terms with the fact that it's like dad you buy too many fucking shirts and it's like okay well i gotta do something with all this extra money i'm getting for overtime <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to decide. I'm like, I can either buy a baller stereo for my car or upgrade my Disneyland pass so me and Joel can go to Disneyland more times this summer. I mean, your stereo sounds pretty cool. It's okay. I don't know. It could be louder. And I, I'd like to have the Apple CarPlay. Yeah. I, I don't know what I would choose out of those two. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm thinking it's like, well... One's a quality life and one is a quality of life. Like how much? I'm trying to think too. It's like how many more years is it before Joel's like gonna be like, I don't want to go to Disneyland with you. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, never, because you always want to go to Disneyland. That's what I'm saying. Like at some point he's gonna grow up and be like, move out of the house and move on. (laughs) Joel, my son. He'll be a pro gamer, dude. He's gonna start a gamer house, dude. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fund it, dude. I'm 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 working extra hours. Yeah, and that was a good place to stop so we can start a movie and all that. But. What? Yeah, we got stuff to do. Hey, that was a good episode. I honestly think that was a good one. I liked it. Yeah. I'm going to do my part. and Yeah. Your part. I'm going to do my part, guys. You do your part, dude. Everybody. Got that song from the Digimon soundtrack stuck in my head. Digimon. Where it's like, if we take our time and work together. I was thinking of the song. It was... Um, I never like Chinese food or something like that. Do uh, you know what I'm talking about? I never like Chinese food. Is it the Chinga Chichong, the Chinese chicken? Like that uh, song? Have a drumstick and your brain stop ticking. Which is racist, by the way. With no lights on, with all that bass on. What song yeah. is that? Oh, the smoky man in this one. It's bare naked ladies, dude. I was just thinking about that song the other day. That's the one where he's, he talks about Sailor Moon and he's like, uh, it's been. One week since you looked at and me. he's like, like her, is how I make mad films? Okay, I don't make films. But if I did, I have a family. Is it Little Mass X? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. 90s music was so fucking weird. I just want to hear it, but it's like a weird breakdown. What part of you thought that that was like okay? You know what I mean? I don't know, but did you ever see uh, Frantic with Harrison Ford? That's great, That's and good. yeah, it's just a great. It's a great line too. It's just like like Harrison Ford, I'm getting frantic, oh. and also, and he says like uh, like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot of good lines, and then it's also one where it's just like I'm the kind of guy that laughs at a funeral. Can understand what I mean? Well, you soon will. Like great, there you go. Great lyrics. Well, it right there. Oh, wait, are we still recording? We have been, yeah. Oh. Did you say anything that we should... I don't think so. I'll listen to it. <laughs> it makes it sound like I'm, I'm just like... 
I don't know. That's a great song. So right. It was on the Digimon soundtrack. I thought we were done recording a long time ago. <laughs>